Sometimes you can do it by yourself. If you can carry that weight by yourself, then carry that weight by yourself. And what it does is it makes me hold myself accountable. Yo, what's up, Hunger Pod family? Welcome to episode one of season two of Hunger Pod Live. I'm Eric, aka Tennis Bay. And I am Tony Purnell. I'm your homie, I'm your brother, and I am your friend. And we are your favorite <laughs> happy hour duo. Hell yeah. And we are excited to kick off season two mm-hmm. with content creator, blogger, and host of Upfront with Trey Real. Trey Real. Here he is, y'all. Bill, Bill, Bill. I'm super excited for season Thank two. Yeah. Um, I want y'all to let y'all, I'm going to let y'all know, like, for this episode, we're going to really get to know Trey on a personal level. Oh, God. <laughs> on a personal, <laughs> deeper level. We're really going to get into um, season two of your own YouTube show. Okay. Um, and we're also going to get into the Philly creative space. Okay. Is that all right? Let's talk about it. Is that all right with y'all? Because it doesn't get talked about enough. It don't. So it's, we're going to talk about it. It definitely sounds doable. <laughs> <laughs> we got some Philly creators it. up in here. <laughs> you want to hear it, here it go. You want to see a bitch go down the slide. <laughs> okay. All right. <laughs> all right. All right. Well, cheers. Oh, my God. Uh, we got to cheers to season two. <laughs> First of all, y'all see this glass? Tra- <laughs> yeah, it's I, Trey. Just, I did some bloopers, but Trey, Trey pulled that shit out. His, did y'all get it? Y'all see this? Y'all don't get this <laughs> I mean, glass. Trey brought his own glass. You know I don't do plastic. <laughs> I guess because he, he just knew we was gonna do plastic. Oh, this is a celebration. He like, oh, this is Eric and Tony. These bitches in the studio. Hello. Let me, let me. No, I know that wreck. It doesn't allow it, so I snuck it in my crossbody. Oh, okay, bag. okay. We love it. <laughs> well, so you don't want to sneak in the platter with the greens, the collard greens, oh my god, absolutely and pork not. chops at the mm-hmm, movie theater. Mm-hmm, not. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and is. Oh, you absolutely seen it? You seen you? Oh, he's a lie. <laughs> Trey said you're projecting. You know what? Because it's me. Right. It's me. Trey. It's me. Anyway, let's do a cheers, y'all. Happy season two. Clay Clay. Congratulations. First guys. episode with our first guest. Thank you, Trey, for being here. What's Come up? on. Uh-uh, uh-uh. Thank you for having me. Thank you okay. for having me. This is very exciting. I'm so excited and just happy to be here. Congratulations, you guys, on season two. I'm so excited for Thank y'all. You, and I'm man. so excited to see what you guys do this season. And oh. give to the world. Come on, y'all. <laughs> give it to the world. A little something. We try. A little, little, little razzle-dazzle. A, a little razzle-dazzle. Well, let's go ahead and just kick this off fresh, funky. Let's just check in. We got how's, some ice How's everybody breakers? doing? Um, I'm feeling good. I'm super excited. I'm glad we're back in the rec space. I'm feeling good about season two. Um, summer was great. Um, we're going right into the fall. You know, um, I like the fall. I like the fall a lot. You know, is that your favorite season? Over... No, spring is my favorite season. Really? You know, yeah, but I love the fall. You know, but I'm feeling good. I'm excited. You like the spring forward. Mm-hmm. You like that. Mm-hmm. Okay. Mm-hmm. I like fall. I like to layer up. I like the boots. I like the. I like. I like doing. But I like summer too. I love because summer. Philly is out in the summer. Like that's to me. That's when the city is truly like shining. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I love summer. Um, I like to see people get dressed in the fall. But I don't particularly like the fall. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm a summer baby, mm-hmm. so because like the days are shorter and they get a little darker. No, earlier. I just like the heat. 
Oh, you? Okay. The heat and no clothes. And I like to be naked. Uh, uh, th- not say no clothes. <laughs> this bitch shorts be short. Coochie cut. Ca- oh, you ain't got no coochie. But coochie got us. He's they being modest who's tonight. Who's I got no coochie? I- <laughs> <laughs> that. And that right there. Is, is it called a coochie? You call it a coochie? I mean, well, you call that a hoochie daddy shorts. Oh, hoochie daddy shorts. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> yeah. I think he said, I don't call it a coochie. Tr- Trey I- said, what coochie? Who's coochie? My coochie? <laughs> Inquiring minds would what about? to know. What <laughs> about how about you? Um, it was good. Like I, I feel like it was a good break, a nice creative break. Mm-hmm. I think we all needed it. Mm-hmm. Summer was dope as fuck. Um, it's been a lot of transition for pretty much everybody um, on the production team with work, even with you. Even with me, oh, yeah. like everybody's in a season of tra- change oh, yeah. and transition, so I think the break was well needed. But I'm I'm happy to be back here. Come on here. We were, what was it like two months ago? We mm-hmm. were like we were almost going to be like the end of summer, mm-hmm. almost like ish kind of because we was down at the level up. Oh we, yeah, y'all when, missed. Our- what was that? That was like four weeks ago though. Our happy like hour. That was, yeah, yeah, that was like a month. Listen, ago. happy hour prepping for season two. It was lit. You Shout will out to see Philly. us. You will see us again the at Level came Up. Out. The niggas came out. It was a good time. The niggas is out. The niggas is out. <laughs> Where the drug dealers at? <laughs> Hello. <laughs> you know. Oh, drug dealer. <laughs> you know, for whatever you like to use. You know, what drug dealer? What are they at? What's up? Listen, we're gonna we gonna start this episode. I need a bag. <laughs> I'm gonna start you off it's real easy, Trey. Okay. We gonna we got a little we got a couple icebreakers. We're gonna do the icebreaker. So you're gonna do me like like Tina Turner said. So we're gonna do the beginning. Easy. <laughs> nice. nice. And then we're gonna do the finish. <laughs> Rough. You know what? Before- <laughs> this is how we do season two, Come episode on. one. I love that you're just Hunger channeling podcast that live. anime bullet energy right now. I That's love his it. idol. He loves Tina. <laughs> yes. You know, rest, in peace, Tina. Rest. rest in peace, Tina. Rest. Rest in peace. Namnya Horengekyo. Oh, you know what? Now we chant. Oh, we, let's get into these icebreakers for <laughs> one second. <laughs> Eric, start us off. Well, you know what? Well, let's start us off. Let's All start right. us off. So the first icebreaker question. And we you ready, Trey? We're going to start with Trey. Ready, bitch. Let's, let's, <laughs> let's all answer. Stay ready. You ain't got to get ready. glass in his hand. Huh. Just, Which one of these cameras I'm looking at? <laughs> Hello? <laughs> Will this one be moving or transitioning? Maybe. Or is she going to stay forward? Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. Okay. All right. Um, <laughs> wildest way you found out that you were being cheated on? Hmm. The wildest way mm-hmm, mm-hmm. that I found out. Ooh. So, <laughs> I don't know if it really was being cheated on, but I recall back um, in my collegiate days, my best friend was really close friends with my ex. Oh, and shit. I think I heard this. There one. was this guy that was like hanging around for... us. And he was hanging around me, and you know he would come to my house, and he would break bread with me. He would spend the night, you know. He would drink and all this stuff. Like really, oh my goodness. I thought like that was my bitch. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, <laughs> and then my best friend was like, "Bitch, I gotta tell you something." And I'm like, "What?" And he was like, "Such and such text, such and such." We was I was hanging out with such and such, and he told me that such and such texted him a picture. A new pick. Here we go. So I don't know if they was fucking or not. <laughs> On the verge. 
But oh my god, I called such and such, and I said, "Your ass is grass, and Ooh. I'm the motherfucking lawnmower, bitch." Ooh. Oh my god, <laughs> one of those electric so ride, riding lawnmowers too. Them big bitches. The ones you ride, the ones you ride, <laughs> yeah, that have you. <laughs> you ride. Oh my god! So your friend is Mr. X, and your your boyfriend was Mr. Y. Mm-hmm. So Mr. X received a picture from Mr. Y. Yes. Oh, and it was a new photo. So Mr. X had texted Mr. Y. I was like, "Yo, send me a pic." And Mr. Ooh, X said that the request like was, was fucking pictures was for a phone contact, a picture contact for his phone. We all know that bullshit, right? So send me a pic for my phone. The pic that was sent, Ooh. Mr. Y was standing next to the stove, nude, and the caption was, "Are you ready for these buns?" Oh. Ghetto. Ghetto. <laughs> Damn. The niggas are creative. <laughs> Everyone's so creative. Yeah. Shout out to Tanira. What's her name? Tanira. Tanira. Shout out is. to Tanira. Shout out to Philly. She's here in Philly. Come on, Philly. We need you on. I know her. We're going to get back to you. I would have been livid. Sorry. I was. So, were you more mad at Mr. X or Mr. Y? Mr. Y. Who was the friend? Yes. I'm going to ask you why. It wasn't wasn't that I was mad. I was disappointed. Mm. I was more so disappointed um, because of the level of disrespect. If I welcomed you in my home, you've crossed your feet under my table. You've broken bread with me. We've drinking wine together. I've given you a place mm, to rest your weary eyes. <laughs> Faith fucked the family. family. <laughs> Fuck Faith. Faith fucked the you family. Do. This is what you do. This is what you do. Damn, and niggas is still moving like this. It was a like disappointment. Every fucking day. Niggas is still moving like this, and that's crazy. It, people, they ain't loyal. Oh, no. These hoes ain't loyal. You got a story? Listen, um, the, the wildest way I found out my... Mm, I do got a story. What's if, the question? If you tell that one, I know you might not tell that one the person. Oh, no, 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 no. My <laughs> God today. No, no, we, we, I can't. <laughs> Trey pulled it all let the me pull, way. Don't, don't, give, don't we give him locations now? You giving out locations? <laughs> no, no, no. no. <laughs> you should tell that one. No, no, no. We, hey, my oh, God. Give one more clue. We might be able to nail this down. Don't be giving out locations now. We might be able to nail this down. Oh, who, who is it? I'm going to say this. So, I had an ex. We were together for like, Six plus years. I came home one day and immediately I knew to your home. Yeah, I came home. You know, we, we you know, <laughs> we were living trying. together. That's and all I was trying to do was confirm. I came home. Okay. <laughs> um, and immediately I knew stuff was different when I walked in my house. Um, somebody's hat was on my couch. Stuff was different. And I'm like, this the heaven of the dog. I said, Well, whose <laughs> hat is this? And then my boyfriend comes out um the bedroom. Just a t-shirt and like undies on. Hey, babe, what's up? I'm like, hey, you, what's up? I'm taking off my coat. How you doing? And I'm about to walk to the bedroom and he stops me. Oh. Wait. Wait. The bitch was in your... Wait. I said, what? what? Y'all what, just what? saw that video with that nigga under the bed? I said, oh, hello? On Twitter? I said, what you mean, wait? I said, let me in the bedroom. 
I opened the bedroom. I'm was, like, was the video y'all bitch? It was nobody in the bedroom. I'm like, what the fuck is going on? What you mean, wait? We need to talk. <laughs> and at this point, so now I'm on, now I'm, we need to I'm on alert. I'm on alert now. You fucking I said, talking, oh hell now. Okay. I said, what what you mean? Why you acting all weird? That wasn't your hat on the couch when I walked in, and that wasn't your speakers at the door when I walked in. So I'm I'm on alert. And so I'm opening, I'm looking behind Girl, I'm doors, for you right now. under the beds. I open up my closet. Somebody's in my fucking closet <laughs> hiding this. Yo. And you're here to tell the story. <laughs> and not in jail. You a better bitch than I ever could be. And not on C-block. Tony has been changed, but let me say, this Tony blacked out. Listen, somebody was in my closet. That's wild. Bitch, did you go through that house like the Tasmanian devil? Um... You know, I, I got Going stuff to lose. I got, I got licenses right and shit to lose. So no, but girl, I would have lost them, honey. I, I, I did black out for a second. You know, what is the given what? Yeah, crime of passion. Yeah. So I found somebody. This in my is how it be happening though. When you listen to these stories where people be killing aids, girl, did she start screaming? It be over shit like this, huh? Did she start screaming? When I'm you so opened the closet door, yeah. What I'm was so the reaction? Sorry. What was the reaction when you opened uh, the closet? The closet? first one, it scared me. I was like, I was like, no, no, you were stunned. I was like, oh. you. <laughs> I was stunned. <laughs> Y'all were both stunned. I was like, <laughs> Y'all were both stunned. Because I didn't expect nobody to be in my fucking closet. <laughs> <laughs> the fuck you doing in my closet? What? He like, what the fuck you doing home? Right, right. <laughs> <laughs> And I wasn't supposed to be home, but I had a meeting that got canceled, so I came home oh early, and he didn't know I came home early. Niggas, y'all. Okay. Oh my god. But um, that's my story. Um, we ain't gotta go into details. So, so both of y'all found out. The way I found out was like he told me. I didn't walk in on no shit. So this was actually I was still in Maryland, dating long. I wasn't even living in Philly at the time, but I was dating someone in Philly. That's how I ended up here. Was twenty years old. Was like, all right, cool. I'm gonna go after like we were dating like four months. Mm-hmm. Decided to move. I was like, all right, I'm gonna come up to Philly and move in. The with gays you. move so fast. I was young. I was 20 years old. I, I was the lesbians. I had the gays move the, fast. The, too? the gays move fast. You know, four months and gay years is like dog years. <laughs> you know, it's like gay relationships is like dog years. Oh shit. Like, bitch, you know, after a year, you done moved in. You got joint bank accounts. You don't even take that long. We <laughs> moved in. Joint bank accounts. Which is, 401k. Which is a no-no. Listen. Don't do your insurance. Hello. <laughs> partner. And you're not even on. You're not even on. You know like, about the insurance policy, though? Like, what the fuck? <laughs> <laughs> How you on my insurance? You're not even married. But no, listen, y'all. There listen. you go. The day before I moved up, I found a job here. I was working at Singular Wireless down there on um, Henry Avenue in the Andorra oh, you, shopping oh, Singular? Well, Singular. It's now. back. Yeah. It was Singular. I watched the AT&T, all that. Next to, listen. <laughs> Got the job here in Philly. Moving in with him, we made the decision, right? Got mm-hmm. the U-Haul packed up. Lease broke. My roommate, she found out what she was the fuck doing. I found out what the fuck I was doing. We we moving forward. Mm. The day before I moved to Philly, this nigga called me and told me, hey, look, I got something to tell you. I've been seeing my ex the whole time. The day before? The day before I moved. I'm 20. Just, I got my job in Philly. I'm moving to Philly the next day from Maryland. I had to still move in with this nigga. I was just, that was my question, bitch. Did you still move? I moved <laughs> and we were together. We were, I lived with him for like three weeks before I found my own spot out in Mount Airy. Mm. And it you was hell. It was you, hellish. <laughs> it was hellish. We fought, like we argued, like it was bad. It was These bad. ninjas ain't loyal. I'm, I promise you. It was, um, 
I was just reminded me when you were telling your story it was another time I came home from work. And when I walked in the house, my person was sitting on the sofa and there were two glasses, cocktail glasses on the coffee table. Ooh. And I'm just like, I didn't say, man, I said, who was here? Yeah. And you ordered like, dinner for two? And I was like, who was here? I he said, oh, one of my friends from school had dropped me off and then she, I invited her in. She came in and had a drink. I said, okay. 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 Right. right. okay. I grabbed the glasses, yeah. you know. Martha Stewart, you know, the message, which I grab the glasses. Coming to the kitchen. Especially you ain't have no coasters on this wooden coffee table. So I Violation put them in the one. kitchen, you know, <laughs> I put them in the sink. And I go to throw something in the garbage. And when I throw something in the garbage, I notice that there's um, the foil from a Here Grey Goose bottle. Oh, I thought you were going to say the condom wrapper. And so I start looking for the Grey Goose. And there was no Grey Goose. So, fast forward, I ain't say nothing. I just kept it to myself and went on. So, another friend reaches out. Hey, what are you doing tonight? I said, nothing. They said, um, you want to go out? I was like, no, but y'all want to go out. I ain't got no coins to go out, you know. Oh, don't worry about it. And I'm like, oh, my person is here too. Oh, I got y'all. I got y'all both. Yeah, you know. So, I was like, um, he was, they was like, oh, I got a bottle. I got a bottle. I'm, I'm going to pull up on y'all. Okay, what you got? Yeah, I got a bottle of goose. Not the setup. So, they pull up. They bring the bottle. I grabs the bottle. I immediately go to the kitchen to oh. make cocktails. <laughs> but before I made cocktails, I remember I saw that Frat foil. If you know Great Goose, their um, their their wrapping is thick foil, so the preparations are going to match. I took that motherfucking piece out the trash. Ooh, not like a puzzle. <laughs> and put it right on top. Said, oh, right a perfect top. forensic motherfucking file. was a perfect motherfucking match. I said, You the FBI So you was at my motherfucking house? <laughs> <laughs> you said, Bitch, Earlier. I can't run about that motherfucking kitchen. You was at my motherfucking house? So, well, we know how you is about him and did it. So I, didn't, so we, I left before you came. Oh, no. <laughs> Niggas is trifling. God. I done been through some shit with niggas. And, and, we done been through some yeah. shit with niggas. And you know what? That goes into our next question. I'm, I'm pretty sure you had to block your friend. Did you block No, him? I'm not a blocker. Well, well, okay. When's the last time you had to block a ninja? I don't block. A ninja, I love Well, you. okay. I don't block and I don't unfriend. So, tell me, uh, uh, why? Why? I will mute What's the rationale? Bitch, I want you to see everything that's going on, and I want you and I, and I make sure I have my receipts on. I want you to know that I've read <laughs> your shit, and I'm intentionally not replying to you. I'm not going to reply to you, bitch. Get the fucking message. You, look at my story, bitch. Yes, I'm, I'm out here living, bitch, okay? You didn't fuck up shit for me. Yes, but I'm going to mute you, bitch, because I'm never going to watch none of your stories. You I'm going to see your you shit, gonna see shit over I'm here. I'm not going to unfollow you, but I would definitely mute you, bitch. You're going to see, see over here. in my views. <laughs> Shoot it. Remember, y'all, we want y'all to subscribe to our YouTube. Find us at Hung Up Pod at YouTube. Yeah. All right? Hit that subscription button. Hit the turn the notifications on. And ring that bell. All right? Um, so, Trey. Oh, Lord. Uh, I mean, it's, a, it's, a, it's, a, it's an easy first question. We want to know what season two looks like. For me? Yes, for you. Oh, this my God. Show. Yes. Yeah. So, it was starting in October. Mm-hmm. But um, I'm going to have to put it on pause um, because uh, I am actually relocating in uh, October. 
So once I get settled and Wait, mood, how you just gonna drop this fucking bomb? My new city and state, then um yes, I'll figure it out. <laughs> so, you know, it's about me um, moving to a new city, new state, um, meeting new creators and meeting new interesting people that I want to present to um, the broadcast family yes. and uh, my upfront with Trey Real friends out there. That's <laughs> well, first of all, let me just say so this episode is going to it's going to be the first weekend in October. So I don't know how close that I'll be is. gone. You'll be gone. So let's just say <laughs> congratulations. Bye, guys. Bitches is me. Bling, bling. Bitches is me. You know what? <laughs> First of all, you just dropped Thank a you. bomb. <laughs> you just dropped a bomb on so, me. So, oh, okay. Where do we go from there? You just dropped I mean, a bomb on me. Hey, I fucked y'all whole motherfucking question line up. Huh? Um, you can't ask me a motherfucking thing, so, though. No, the question is still about your show. Like, you're here. We want to make sure that we you use this time to promote your show. And what, and what, I'm front with Trey and what you want people to know. Um, but I guess it just... We were going to talk about the, well, we still can. So, anyway, season two is really just about having um, difficult conversations, but it's really, I think that I get my best moments and my greatest moments when I'm just having conversations with my friends yeah. um, on the telephone. So, season two was just dedicated to conversations with my friends yeah. and being able to um, have transparent dialogue uh, about relationships, about friendships about the world, about politics, yes. <clears throat> politics affect black people in the black community. Yes. Um, the intersectionality of being black, gay, and queer. Yes. You know, so that's really what I wanted to do. And I wanted to give people that insight um, to just me having conversations with my friends. And Tony was going to be my first guest. Is it? Bitch. Still, you, you, I'm, I'm going to have to fly. I'm going to have to fly. Come on. Come on down, baby. It's not, I mean, it's not gonna be no fall weather. Tear coming out. So, because it is a little shocking. Because Trey is a friend. Like, yeah. we're, oh we're recording God. this in real time, so we we as much as we're excited for you, it is a little like, oh shit. Yeah. Yeah. Trey is leaving Philly, and you you've had such a big presence in Philly. You you've had such a big and he's a transplant. Let I me mean, make that clear <laughs> for y'all who don't know. He is a transplant. I am okay. He. Ain't, a Philly native. A lot of us are. A lot of people think that he is, though. <laughs> yeah. he, he's a transplant, you know, and he has made his mark in Philly. What Do you have any um, lessons that you learned from season one? Like, really briefly, any lessons that you learned for yourself? <sighs> Be authentically you mm -hmm. at all times. Um, if you got it, you got it. Uh, I love my co-hosts. Corey, Feasy Boy. Yeah. You know, um, life took off for him. You know, he's petted the bell hairstylist now. Hello. So he's gone at a, at a drop of a dime. He's got married, work promotions. So his schedule is just busy, 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 busy. Yes. And so I'm just like, what am I going to do? You know, <laughs> this is not being Feasy. You know, where is that going to fit in? And then I, um, my friends. Okay. Having great friends around you mm -hmm. that are going to motivate you and um, encourage you and push you and make you realize you 
and what you have. Yeah. Um, yeah. Cause sometimes we forget. Yeah. And mm-hmm. my friends say, one of my friends um, in New York say, do you see Wendy with a host, with a co-host? Come on now. Did Oprah ever have a co-host? <laughs> Come on now. If you got it, you got it. Look, don't be hating on the co-host now. And bitch, you on a show with co-hosts now. You hold got up. it. Hold up. It's no. It's no. It's, it's no. It's, it's no. It's no. It's no shade to the co-host because my favorite show is The View. Yes, it is. And if you know how to make it work, you know how to make it work. And that's why they're the number one daytime longest running right now mm-hmm. because of the dynamic of those co-hosts. Yeah. And nobody would be able to do it on their own. Yeah. But Sherry's doing it on her own right now. Um, but again, if you got it, sometimes everybody doesn't need a co-host. Yeah. Sometimes you can do it by yourself. If you can carry that weight by yourself, then carry that weight by yourself. And what it does is it makes me hold myself accountable. Yes. And I can't say that this was a flop or this was a failure of anybody else. Yeah. I don't have nobody else to point the fingers to but myself. But so yeah. you put your all into it and you be the visionary. And that's what season two is all about. But yeah, God said, hold on. He paused it. I got something else for you. He paused And it. I trust him and I believe him. Yeah, I want to really briefly go back to that, you know, because you are a transplant and you're able to look from the outside perspective, mm-hmm. you know. So having the outside perspective, I want you to tell us what you what do you think makes Philly unique? You know, coming from where you come from, you're being transplanted and you got the outside perspective. What makes Philly Philly? What makes Philly unique? What's, what's your thoughts on that? What makes Philly unique is the power of the black people here. Philly is a predominantly black city. And coming from New York, being a native New Yorker, I've never seen black people in power positions. Mm-hmm. Um, I come from predominantly white yeah. city, you know. So when I lived in Florida for a couple of years and then I went to school in Virginia, I had become used to seeing black people making power moves. Mm -hmm. I used to seeing black people in power positions and as CEOs and things of that nature. But one thing that I didn't like about the South was the mentality Mm -hmm. of the black people there. So I had to get out of that. And Philly was, I can still have my Northern attitude Mm -hmm. and I can still see black people running shit and doing things. So. You know, my next question for you is talking about some of the challenges, so we're going to go opposite. Mm-hmm. So I think being a transplant from Philly as well. Oh, that's right. I, I feel like one of the creative, one of the challenges in the creative space in Philly is that I, I feel like a lot of people are trying to do that hustle thing on their own. And I don't mm-hmm. see a lot of people collaborating, um, collaborating to create like a bigger larger platform that can reach a larger audience that can demand a larger budget. I see a lot of people individually doing things on their mm-hmm. own. Um, and it's, and, and it's, the, and it's the hustle. And on top of that, a lot of people work in their nine to fives. And so that dedication to the creative spaces is minimal sometimes. What do you feel like are some of the challenges in the creative space here in Philly? Um, as a transplant, I, think that the biggest challenge in Philadelphia is Philadelphians. <laughs> it is the natives. <laughs> they Say that again. Come on. For the, y'all out there. The biggest challenge in Philadelphia is Philadelphians. I believe it was Mayor Nutter. 
mm-hmm. who came Come in on, Michael. and he brought in um, the NFL draft. He wasn't the mirror when these things happened, but he bartered these deals while he was in office. Mm-hmm. It was the NFL draft. It was bringing the um, the Pope here, mm-hmm. and it was so many different things. He got the um, the Made in America Music Festival. He did these things to bring more attention and more mm-hmm. money and finances into Philadelphia. Yeah. But the people fought him tooth and nail, tooth and nail, tooth and nail, tooth and nail, because they're so used to staying the same. Yep. They're comfortable. Yes. And one thing that I've learned Stagnant. is one of the reasons why I'm moving, mm-hmm. um, I like I decided to take this A position with my company and move because I had become comfortable. Mm-hmm. And when you become comfortable, there's no you growth. Don't grow. That's for you me. have Come to win. be uncomfortable and put yourself in an uncomfortable position Woo. to grow. Yeah. And so they're comfortable. And in, in their in comfort, they, they don't, don't want to like grow. things that are from the outside. They don't like they change. Don't. If they don't, if, if, if they they don't, don't like know you, you're not from Philly. <laughs> they don't like change. You feel that energy. <laughs> yeah. Change they do not like. And you they got people like that are not from Philly who the are comfort. Come on. <laughs> <laughs> but I am from Philly, and I, and I, I mean, I, 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 <laughs> you know, well, I, mean I, I agree. No, no, you are so right. I mean, I was first of all, Philly is a hard city. Yes, I, I'm. They said you can make it in New York. You can make it anywhere. I honestly believe Philly if you. Is <laughs> Philly is hard. These people out here, you can be at a comedy show and won't laugh at one fucking joke. Well, at a concert, hard. they won't give you one fucking clap. Philly is a hard city. And Philly is harder than New York. Hello. Look at all the creatives, the singers, the the actors, people who had to leave. To, to tell to about that. And, and and it's hard to get them people to even come back to Philly. What's Woo! the last time? Well, Jill was here not too long ago. You know, I will tell you, um, you know, um, Saudia, um, Shula, country cooking, one of my best friends, um, when I told her I was leaving, you know, she said to me, she said, uh, I'm gonna tell you what the people who made it from Philly told me. Mm-hmm. She said, Meek told her this. Milano told her this. She said, Charlie Mack told her this. She said, if you want to make it, you have to leave Philly. If you want to be somebody. If you want to make it, you have to leave Philly. And I've heard it before, but I've always just held on to, I can do it here. I can do it here. I can do it here. I wanted to show that you can stay right here in this great city of Philadelphia and still Mm. make it. I would never know. Ooh. Because, bitch, I'm out. <laughs> Deuces, bitch. Good luck <laughs> to those who remain. Hello? <laughs> but it's no shame. I love the city. And one day when I make it, I will still have a home here. I will be by coastal. Of course. I will live in Philly you in the summers and be on a different coast this is during the winter. Home. You know, this yeah. is, you know. Because Philly, Philly taught does me, have its perks. Like, it does have its things that other cities don't It's a have. great city. It is a great city. Great city. And I love the people. A lot of people Philly. are actually flocking to Philly right mm-hmm. now because the, the rent prices in New York and D.C., people are coming to <laughs> yeah. Philly and they're like, oh, this is a steal. Mm-hmm. Whereas $1,500 a month in rent for a Philadelphian for a one-bedroom, we like, no, that's too expensive. Mm-hmm. Whereas someone from D.C. and New York, they're like, oh, no, this I got is that. still. Yeah. I'm coming down and so we see the city right now like so it's it's, it's literally changing yeah the trajectory so I'm curious is what the, what the city will look like in five years I yeah. think the trajectory is um gonna be crazy I had 
multiple friends from undergrad reach out to me and was like, hey, how do you like Philly? I've seen a job posting there. I'm thinking about relocating there, you know? So a lot of young professionals are moving here. So you're going to have a city full of transplants. That And those transplants are going to move Philadelphia to the next level. Yeah, yeah. Um, and sometimes that's what it takes. It will take Sometimes that. that's what it has to take. It but will. I love Philadelphia. I love Philadelphia. I've been coming to Philadelphia since I was 20 years old. My best friend is here. My second family is here. Yeah. So even though I'm not from here, I've been coming here since I was 20 years old and I've lived here for a decade. So Philly taught me how to get it out the mud. Come on. Philly taught me my hustle. And Philly will always be a part of my heart yes. for that. Yes. I've got a tattoo here that says New York and I got the skyline of Philly on my muscle because that's what Philly game is. Come on, my muscle. So, what, a, what a great way to end this episode. On my muscle. Yeah. I love it. I love that, Trey. <laughs> that is beautiful. I mean, I, I will say Trey knows a lot about a lot. And that's why we wanted to have him as our first guest on our um, season two, episode one. Um, t- tell the girls, tell the boys where they can find you at. Definitely come find me on Instagram, um, Trey.TheRealist. That's T R E D A. No, excuse me. T-R-E dot D-A-R-E-A-L-I-S-T. Trader Realist. Find me there. And catch me on YouTube. Up front with Trey Real. Which is on pause. Make sure you still go subscribe. <laughs> Watch season one. Go catch up. Catch up. Season one. Because when season two comes, she's coming. Okay? <laughs> and I thank you. And we thank y'all. Thank you for listening. I'm Eric. Make sure you hit that subscription button. Turn Bring on that the notifications. Bell. Yes. <laughs> thank you guys so much for having me. Oh thank my you, God, Trey. Thank you. This is so much fun. And that is episode one for season two. It's a wrap, and y'all. You are. I'm Tony. <laughs> Peace out. <laughs> Peace out, y'all. We we'll see y'all next week. <laughs> <Ow>. <laughs>